Hi everyone, long time no talk. I had gone on quite the roller coaster um, of life over the past few months. Finally, I've hopped off that ride, but it everything going on, great things, um, but took a lot of my attention. And um, unfortunately, it just in that season of my life just got in the way of me putting any time into this podcast. But I am back now and going to start dabbling in it a little bit more, Uh, but I have a story to share with you that it's my own story, Um, but it inspires me for um, other roller coasters I'm going to go through in life and different areas of life that I'll have to be resilient and persistent in, Um, but I also hope that it inspires you. So this is my story of switching gears recently, getting myself out of the boxes I had kept myself in for so long, um, and following the nudges that I kept getting to change my life. So I wrote it all down as a story, so I'm going to try and keep it as conversational as possible, although it's just me talking of course um but I just want I want to share the story with you and I hope that it inspires you whenever you have a period of time that you need to you feel you need to make a change in your life or you um are being called to be resilient or persistent and I hope that my story my experience is able to provide you some tools um, for your own experiences. So I'm going to share with you my story of how I um, made a big career shift, but rather than just being a career shift, it shifted so many aspects of my life. So to preface all of this, I had been nannying for the past six years Inning in different forms. Some uh, for a couple of years, I was an aide for a student in his classroom. I did respite care, um, and then I just did traditional traditional nannying. I did live in nannying right when um, started that job, just less than a month before everything shut down for COVID. And over these past six years of nannying and working in households, working in childcare. I knew that it wasn't what I saw myself doing in my most confident, like for my most confident, resilient, um, ambitious, loving, just best version of myself. I didn't see myself nannying. It's not something that, it was something that I was good at. It was one thing that I really knew I was good at and I could get jobs easily because I was good at it, but it wasn't in the, my, um, I was getting my degree in education. So it just felt like the natural route that I had to continue going down. It was a safety zone for me. I knew I could make decent money doing it. Um, it supported a lifestyle that I had been expecting of myself for a while and it wasn't too difficult Um, But I kept excusing, making excuses for myself of why I was staying in nannying, even though I had no desire to um, improve my skills in it. 
emotionally, I really liked the emotional intelligence that it required. Um, it taught me a lot about myself, helped me to grow as a person, um, being able to having the opportunity to be a role model and leader to these children. So I'm extremely grateful for that, how it was an opportunity or I used it as an opportunity to grow as a person um, and prepare myself for parenting one day. But I didn't have a desire to figure out how to teach the the children um, more academic skills or get creative with um, planning different things for us to do or doing crafts and activities. It just wasn't, there was nothing in me that was driven to dig deeper into my role. Um, I definitely went above and beyond in all of my roles in many ways and always wanted to be a go-to person for the parents and be helpful, make their lives easier. But in turn, by doing that, I took so much away from myself. Um, so my previous, the job that I just left to get into the job that I now have transitioned or am about to transition into this coming week, um, I was gone for 12 hours a day, Monday through Thursday. I'd, I had Fridays off, but I never felt like I was home. I felt like I was home just to get ready to eat a little bit, if I even had time for that or energy for that, do homework, get ready for bed, go to sleep, wake up, do it the next day. And so by the time that it got to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I had no desire to really go do anything. Um, so I wasn't, and on top of that, I was in school, um, full part-time to full-time, depending on the semester. And so I had no sense of freedom and freedom was exactly feeling free was what I was craving and I was just kind of projecting that out in different ways that desire um so I was always looking at like different ways that I could start a business or um and like be on my own schedule and looking at what other people were doing to have a more seemingly free life and I just had no no clue where to go but I knew I wasn't happy at all in what I was doing, um, how much my role was impacting my personal life and my personal well-being. And I would go to work feeling like a shell of a person. And even though the family that I was just nannying for was absolutely amazing, um, the kids and the parents, I felt like it always felt like I walked in the door and my soul kind of just left my body. Um, and I was tired of feeling that way. I was tired of feeling like a shell of a person Monday through Thursday, 12 hours a week between you know driving to work, which I lived far. So driving to work, being there all day alone by myself, very autonomous role, very isolating role, and just talking to kids all day and taking care of things around the house. My mind was always going a million miles an hour because I had so many other interests. I had interests in learning about leadership and business. And actually, I'm not going to go too far into that because I do share that in, in the story a little bit more, um, why I got really got to this point. But I made a vision board and it's the background of my computer. So I made a vision board back probably... I'm assuming I made it around New Year's, maybe a little bit later, though it may have honestly been 
um, later in the spring, but I have different words on it. Um, I am, it says, I am free. I am courageous. I am connected and I am flexible. So I have different images of, I'm looking at it right now. So I'm just going to explain as best as I can. I have under, I am courageous. I have someone that's standing out on a rock. Clearly they like hiked very far and made it to this amazing point. Um, and then I have with I am free, I have people at a tropical beach, um, and then a girl that's just like walking down the middle of the road somewhere with the sun setting, and she just looks, she's wearing a dress, and she just looks free, and kind of that childlike freedom and joy, and I'm connected, um, girls that are laughing with their friends, and then, um, a boyfriend or girlfriend, or maybe husband and wife, with their arms around each other, um, looking out, over a lake at the top of a mountain and then I am flexible I have a woman doing um ballet because I like bar classes and yoga and pilates and those were all things that I created a feeling for me these words and looking at these images of wanting more freedom in my life to be more well-rounded so being gone 12 hours a day for uh, four days of the week just wasn't allowing for that even though I had the weekends I felt so drained emotionally and physically and still had schoolwork to do had my own apartment I was taking care of so I always felt like and then I was traveling to my boyfriend's house um, either him coming to me or me going to him and we lived an hour away at the time and I felt so stressed all the time I wasn't I didn't feel well-rounded so I had very little confidence um, deep down because I was searching for something else and it was some which was all these words, freedom, being courage, feeling courageous, feeling connected, feeling flexible um, with flexibility um, physically, and then also just being able, more open to life's experiences and being able to um, be more fluid and, and adapt um, better to meeting new people and spending, developing new friendships and having new experiences and not just staying in um, a box. So for so long, I felt like I was keeping myself in a box that I was like dying to get out of. But I just had no clue how and I didn't realize how much my day to day job was affecting that. So one day I was at work probably back in the winter and I was standing in the laundry room of the house I was nannying at while the kids were at school and I remember just standing there and I was sobbing. I had just finished listening to a podcast um, or a YouTube video, something along those lines. It may have been Marie Forleo. She's an amazing business coach, super charismatic. Um, and I love listening to her. And I just felt so, I had had this feeling so many times where I felt so lost. I felt so defeated. Didn't know what where to go but I knew I wasn't happy where I was and I just was saying to myself I remember just standing there and then I just I was bawling my eyes out and just bent like squatted down to my knees and said to myself I can't believe this is my life and with a heavy negative connotation um I was so frustrated that I had so much inside me I knew I had so much resilience and courage um an ability so much a lot of intelligence I wasn't able to use I was using my emotional intelligence at work but I knew I had 
other types of intelligence in me and I wanted to be challenged intellectually, which I just was not getting at work. So I knew that there was so much more in me that I wasn't able to use. And I felt like I was screaming to get out of the situation that I was in, the job that I was in, um, and out of the box I had kept myself in for so long. No one was doing it to me. I was the one putting myself in that box, in that comfort zone. And so I just had mixed feelings of being so desperate to get out of my current life story, but then also having immense guilt as I like folded their tiny warm clothes out of the dryer. Um, and I cared for these kids for the past two years. So I felt guilty even feeling um, like I didn't want to be there. Like the kids are amazing. The parents are amazing. Occasionally I get to travel with them and um, I'm so lucky that I even have a job. Some people don't have a job and I'm getting paid well and it supports the lifestyle that I uh, have agreed with myself to uphold right now in my life or at that time. Um, And I got the job right um, six months after everything had shut down for COVID. So I was at one job, a live-in nanny job. I was only there for six months. COVID made it very difficult to be there. And so we parted ways and then I ended up getting the nanny job that I was just at. And so the fact that I was blessed immensely by getting this specific nanny job at that specific time, I felt like, wow, this is, you know, God blessed me so much with this. How could I want to give this up? Um, And also feeling a lot of guilt around, oh, I shouldn't want a job that is self-serving, I should want a job that the main point of it is to serve other people. Um, I'm just, I have to take a sip of water real quick. But um, so I kept myself, yeah, I kept myself in this box, in this box of guilt um, of at least I have a job and I shouldn't be wanting more for myself. Shouldn't Why is this not good enough for me? Why is this not good enough for me? But then also feeling like, I can't believe this is my life. And not in the way that I wanted to be saying, I can't believe this is my life. So um, I constantly found myself listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, reading books about um, owning your own business, being an entrepreneur, being a leader in business. I would study leaders in business, um, go on LinkedIn. I just had this fascination with sales and marketing and um, Simon Sinek speaks about why every business needs to be clear on their why. Um, And I also loved observing why and analyzing myself just why some businesses had such loyal followers despite their product being quite similar to the offerings of their competitors. So there's obviously a common theme there and I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how my background in education um, and childcare tied together with my desire to be in business. And I just thought that my desire to be in business and to learn about it and all the different facets of business, which obviously is a very general term, but um, I didn't know how the two tied together. And I thought that it was just kind of random that I had um, both of those desires and skill sets. So I just felt, as you can assume, I felt very lost for a long time, very confused as to what direction I was supposed to go in, felt so defeated. 
Um, and then one day, it was definitely a slow, a slow change. It wasn't like one moment where I went home and because I tried so many different routes. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll take this business building course from Marie Forleo. Maybe I'll just start my own business. Maybe I'll start a blog. Like all these different ideas that I thought would they had an interest in, but that I thought maybe would um, solve the problem right away, which almost became a Band-Aid um, to the frustration I was feeling. But, um, sorry, the cat is meowing, so I'm just wondering. She's downstairs what she's meowing about, so I got distracted, but I know she's fine. She's just saying hi. Um, but, uh, so then this one day, I was in Boston staying with my friend Paige, and we are laying around watching TV one day, and I was on my phone just kind of scrolling um, through some jobs, and there was, and starting to dabble in it just a little bit and see what's out there, so... But I wasn't taking it seriously at all. I, I didn't feel prepared to make that big of a change. Mostly because I also felt guilt around what the family that I nannied for would do if I got a job and I left. I had a lot of fear and guilt around that. And so I found this one job. It was a temporary four-month job. But it was very creative for a company that I thought would be a dream company to work for. Um, I felt such a strong nudge that I knew that if I ignored it, or at least I had this very strong feeling that if I ignored it, that I would be dishonoring myself and then potentially closing the door on future blessings. It was that kind of instinct where you just know you need to act on it. No matter where it goes, you need to act on it um, and obey it. And so I felt really excited about the role So I ended up reaching out to someone I knew at the company and letting her know that I was looking into it and I was applying. She gave me a referral, but I also applied. I had an interview and did a project for the role. Um, I ended up not getting the job, but it... I apologize. I had to step away because the cat kept meowing downstairs, so I just got worried that something was wrong, but... I knew it wasn't, but I just got nervous. <laughs> so I went and checked on her and she just came right up meowing and just saying hi. Um, but back to what I was telling you. So um, so I didn't end up getting that role, but putting myself, going through that process and putting myself in that mindset of there's another way, there's another option um, and being able to visualize a lot more what it could look like to not be nannying anymore and what that reality could look like especially having a remote job which is what I was really interested in was having a remote job to create that freedom for myself so I could work out in the morning I could either go to the gym I could go to a workout class I could work out at home I could make coffee in the morning and make breakfast and get really healthy and be home at night um, and be able to help make dinner with my boyfriend and not be rushing home, getting home at like 7 8 at night from work like I was before and just getting to enjoy other aspects of my life. So it was super important to me was to find something remote um, and the job that I had originally applied for was remote. So that was another amazing thing about it. But again, I didn't get the job, but it really put myself put me in that place of um, what it could be like to be doing something different 
So that put a little fire under my feet and I ended up telling the parents I nannied for because I was so close with them that I was starting to look and explain kind of how I was feeling about nannying and and they knew that it wasn't what I wanted to do long term but um, I was like sweating and shaking and so nervous talking to them one night telling them but I wouldn't let myself feel guilty anymore. I knew that this is what I had to do for myself and it was also just a natural part of my life. So I'm about to be 27 and eventually I'm going to want my own kids sooner rather than later. And so I needed to start making a change and also just putting myself for myself in a better place. So um, that was probably three months ago, maybe a little bit more, probably around three months ago. And um, yeah, maybe even four months. So because it took a while to even find a job. Well, maybe not compared to some other people. Maybe I'm, I'm fortunate compared to some other people's job search process. But for me, it felt like a while. So from there, I started getting my resume really together, starting to look at what types of jobs I would want to be in. And um yeah, just I started taking those steps to look for jobs. And I definitely started really big, going on LinkedIn, looking for the bigger companies, applying to all of those. I knew that I was completely underqualified for everything that I was applying to. But I do have a very unapologetic confidence in myself when I choose to. Um, I have a very unapologetic belief in myself and my ability to... Um, fulfill my vision for what I want to happen Um, and then I know that it's never just me that has a hand in it I know that God or the higher power at hand um, helps to maneuver everything to get everything together perfectly but I've had enough experiences in my life where I knew I would be okay even if it was last minute I knew that I would have a job I knew it would be okay And I wasn't necessarily attached to exactly what the outcome would look like because I didn't want to limit the blessing to fitting into what I envisioned for it. Uh, But there were a few things that I did feel very strongly about. And number one was um, working remote and then also being at a company where I felt like there is a lot of room for growth and creativity and... um, that I could be autonomous in my role, but also have other people do my job so that I wasn't the only one who people counted on to do my job. And so, like, when I was nannying, I always felt guilty if I was sick and couldn't come to work or I wanted to take a vacation. I rarely could take vacation because I was the only one who could do my job Both the parents worked. So that was high on my priority list was to be in a role where there's a team. And even if my job itself could be more autonomous. Uh, So yeah, so I started going through the process of applying for jobs and was getting no bites, (laughs) getting nothing, either not hearing anything or flat out rejections. Um, And I refused to take them personally because I knew there's so many other people that are also going through this process. And it was, I just took an approach of, oh, this is a fun challenge for myself. And this is cool to be having this experience now because I know that this is going to help me grow and I'm learning so much. And that was just the mindset that I chose to take. And it definitely helped me to get where I am now and where I'm going. Um, Because I didn't 
I knew it was not going to serve me to be a victim and and get down every single time or take it personally every single time that I got a no. And I knew that eventually I got to a point where I realized when I don't get a no from a company, someone else that is needing a job right now and that's excited about that role is getting their call from their recruiter that's telling them yes or that they get an interview and then they got the job. So if I didn't get it, it wasn't meant for me. And I wanted my yes, that was meant for me. And that was going to meet my deep down desires and and needs and wants and skill set. And then for other people, I want them to find that job, that job that serves them and that they can serve others in. And so I did a lot of um, intellectualizing about the whole process, but then I thought through it emotionally and spiritually a lot. So I, I read books, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, <coughs> sorry, um, scoured LinkedIn all the time, figuring out different way. And also, um, I networked with a lot of people on LinkedIn and just figured out different ways that I could pivot all the time when things clearly weren't working, when maybe my resume wasn't working, Um, when I started to realize that resumes, most resumes are getting read through application tracking systems and you need certain words on there. And I wanted to be honest about my past experience, but I also needed to frame everything in a way that uh, presented my skill set in a transferable way. So I learned a lot about understanding your own, how important it is to understand your own story, the value of your own story and your own experiences. So for a while, I I wrote off like, well, I nannied for so long and I have an education degree. Like those aren't important. Um, People will, you know, the only thing I should get across is that I have a desire to do something else. But um, as I read a book called, let me look it up real quick. So I want to give you the right name. If you're going through this process, it was super helpful. Um, it's called The Art of Finding a Job You Love. The Art of Finding the Job You Love. Oh, yeah, by Kara Heilman. So, uh, or Kara, maybe. It's C, her first name is spelled C A R A, her last name, Heil, Heilman. Um, I may be butchering that, but it's H E I L M A N N. And the book is called The Art of Finding the Job You Love an unconventional guide to work with meaning. So in that, she spoke about during interviews, understanding, have a, a, having a clear identity of yourself and your story and your past and being able to articulate that and being able to find the common threads and tie it all together. So it was a very emotional process as I went through this because I did end up becoming very grateful for the skills um, that I had developed in the soft skills, but the skills that I had developed in all of my roles, my ability to adapt quickly because I worked with all different families and kids with special needs. I had all different special needs. And sometimes I didn't even know their one job. I didn't even know the child's diagnosis. We didn't have one, but he obviously had specific needs that were pretty significant, um, in the classroom. And, So adapting to that and uh, learning patience, 
of course, working with children and emotional intelligence. And then I also just naturally had an ability to and desire to talk to people and connect with people. So I always loved that in restaurants, being able when I worked in restaurants, being able to connect with um, the different guests there and the people I worked with and be heavily involved in whatever company I was working at, the families I worked for. So I had all of these skill sets and experiences that actually did have come together in a really great story that I realized I could present. And that was affirmed in my big interview for the job that I'll be doing now when I told my story and the response from the first interviewer was, wow, that's a great story. So I'm really grateful that I gave value to my past experiences. And that's an important lesson that I hope that you'll take from this is to value your past experiences. Even if it feels like they're unconventional, there's something there that's telling you something about who you are, what you care about, or what you don't care about, um, what you do want to do, what you don't want to do. So taking time to really look at that when you're making a transition in life is super important um, and a huge confidence booster too because you realize you have so much more in you than you maybe realize and you probably lived your life a lot better than you think you have in some ways or maybe there's still growth you know it's probably always going to be growth areas for us and hopefully there always are but it'll give you a lot of confidence and really value yourself and your experience when you take time to um, tie things together and and frame to yourself your or other people your unique story of your life experiences so I went through that whole process. It was a few months of, you know, everyone asks me, how's the job search going? I'm getting nothing. But I just had this strong belief that I was going to be okay, even if it was last minute. But towards the end, I did start to get really nervous because my last day, so the family I nanny for had to find someone else. Um, But she didn't come until, she didn't start until um, a couple months after I told them. So that was fine. Um, end up working out perfectly fine. I was able to train her and then I was able to go on vacation and then come back and train her a couple more days and be done. Um, and then transition into, I'm about to transition into my new role and have, I've had time off before then. Um, but, uh, so I knew it was going to be off payroll July 8th. And so I started to get really nervous. I was expressing to my dad and my stepmom, I'm getting really nervous. It feels like there's a time crunch now. I still don't have a job. And I'm going to be off payroll July 8th. I feel I'm getting like terrified. And and I was, as I started to say that more, I was like, wow, that's really bad energy and bad vibes to put out there um, of fear and lack and scarcity and that everything has to be on my timeline that I expect. But then it hit me, um, this affirmation just hit me while I was driving that there are a million moments for a miracle to happen between that day that I was saying that to them until July 8th, which is just a span of a couple weeks, maybe like two and a half weeks when I was going to be off payroll. And that was on my timeline of, oh, I need to have a job by July 8th. I need to be in a job by July 8th making money. Um, And had a very linear perspective of it as if everything had to come together 
all in one all in one day or like there was one day that would it would take a whole day for someone to make this decision but really all I see on my end is I get an email or I get a phone call with someone offering um, or saying that they want to interview me and then eventually I get a job that's all I need I don't need to know what's going on in the background on their end all I need is a miracle and my miracle is going to be getting that email um, to set up an interview getting that phone call to tell me I got that job so there's a million moments we all live in in our breaths in the present moment and it everything works secularly and that's how I envision it in my head is like the present moment just keeps evolving so I just needed the present moment to evolve to be a miracle for myself and so that completely changed my mindset to one of abundance and that oh wow there's so many opportunities for a miracle to happen like look at all the look at all the moments during the day that something amazing could happen and so that shifted so much for me where I and also, um, in addition to that, I realized that I was spending a lot of time talking about and thinking about how much I didn't want to nanny anymore. And then it hit me that my arrow was pointed exactly where I didn't want to go. So I needed to redirect my energy and attention and talk about and think about the type of job I do want to be in. What is it going envision in my head and talk about it. What is it going to look like when I have the type of job I want to be in? How am I going to feel? And point my arrow where I actually want to go. Otherwise, I'm going to be frustrated when I, I still am nannying because I kept directing my energy towards how much I don't want to nanny. So both of those things, having my arrow pointed where I actually want to go, and then having a mindset of abundance of miracles can happen at any moment, um, those I feel made a massive impact. I know I'm confident that they were extremely pivotal actually in this. Um, so now those are things that I'm going to take with me in all other parts of my life. And, um, just that abundance mindset and envisioning where I want to be, not where I don't want to be. And, um, being persistent and resilient, not taking, things personally when things don't turn out the way I want to, but pivoting and keeping my mind where I want to go, not where it didn't work out. So with all that said, eventually I did get an email back from Microsoft that they wanted to interview me for a role that I had applied for on LinkedIn. To be honest, I didn't fully remember applying for it. Like I knew I did. It it resonated when she emailed me, but it didn't feel I'd applied to so many jobs that at that time it didn't and all different jobs too. Like some that weren't remote. I applied for a lot that were in person, some that were just administrative roles. A lot of people told me, Oh, well, you should just apply for an administrative role, like just get your foot in the door, or you're starting over, so you're probably gonna make a lot less than you do now. And like people trying to protect me um, and not have me get my expectations up too high just to like be disappointed. But this whole experience was just another reminder to, you can nod sometimes like, okay, thank you. Like see that people probably are, you know, have your best interests in mind or they're projecting their own limiting beliefs onto you. Um, But I had to keep in mind what I knew I was capable of, what direction I wanted to go in. And I really didn't want to go down $10,000 a year in my salary. Um, So 
I just didn't even keep that in my mind of like, okay, well, let me lower my standards and expect a lower salary. Like I didn't set that expectation, but I also did still want to stay open and show God, show the universe that I was open and apply to all different jobs. So back to Microsoft. So I got the email that um, she wanted me to fill out a questionnaire, filled out the questionnaire, sent it back, talked to the amazing, she was amazing, amazing, amazing. She's like an angel for me. Um, uh, we spoke on the, the woman and I, the recruiter, her and I spoke on the phone and it was awesome. We had a lot in common. She had family out in Arizona. She knew exactly where I was talking about when I said that I used to live in Arizona for four years and so we talked for a long time and then she said she wanted to move me on to the next and final interview, which would be three interviews back to back, an hour long each. There's supposed to be a break in between, but I'm a chatty Kathy, so and had a lot of questions too. So we were building a lot of rapport during um I think it was like two weeks after that, maybe, or a week after uh, my first call that I had the big interview day. Loved it. I had so much fun. I loved talking to I spoke interviewed with my manager and then two other managers and all separate interviews and I just loved it it felt so natural to talk to everyone and that morning I had an extremely happily emotional morning where I was watching videos on YouTube from Microsoft related to the role that I would be in and I was bawling my eyes out bawling like I can't remember the last time I cried that much happy or sad (laughs) because I realized that I had this overwhelming feeling. This was before I had the the big interview the morning of. I had this overwhelming feeling that everything that I had done when it comes to like my podcast, when it comes to nannying and childcare and education and my education degree and working with kids with special needs and having an interest in that and how to help them best in school and in life and um, the mentor group for middle school girls I'd been doing all of that, and then my interest in business, um, all of that was coming together in a role that I could use all of those skills and all of those interests in one role. And I didn't have to choose between them. Everything just made sense. So I was just crying and crying and crying. So happy. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so grateful. I don't know if I'm going to get the job, but I feel pretty good. And all of this seems to make sense finally when I felt lost for so long. So it was extremely emotional. I, I had the interview. It was great. I loved it. Um, I felt good, but just didn't even put my mind in a place of like, oh, I got this. I just was grateful for how it went and waited. So then a week later, I was at work nannying and I got the call that I got the job. And so, of course, I was crying, crying, crying. I was so happy. I called everyone. And uh, emailed the recruiter again after we got off the phone to thank her and tell her how much she changed my life um, now and in in the future. And I mean, she'll never know how much that impacted me because it affects so many aspects of my life. Her choosing to have looked at my resume and given me a chance despite um, my unique background affected my life in so many ways, gave me the freedom I was looking for, gave me the happiness, the joy, the fulfillment that I was looking for. And so I'm extremely grateful for her and I hope that amazing things happen for her. Um, But yeah, so then now I am going to be starting my new role with Microsoft this coming Monday, August 1st, and I'm remote. Um, And 
I'm able to use my background and my degree, like my work experience and my degree in my job, which is the most amazing thing. So I'm not going into it completely um, incompetent. (laughs) I have a lot of competencies that other people on the team don't have just because they don't have the background that I have in education um, and childcare and working with kids, but um, they obviously have other skills that they're going to be teaching me. They're going to be teaching me an enormous amount of skills based off of their experience. So it's amazing that we can help each other out and to serve the clients that we're going to be serving best. So I'm just over the moon excited Little things like I'm so excited to wear work clothes, even though I'm working from home, I'm still dressing up so that I feel ready for the day and have that division between the work day and my personal life. But I have time now to go for hikes with my boyfriend and go to workout classes on my own and go see my friends and my family. And I can go work from Arizona where my dad is and from Florida where my mom's going to be and can go travel more and just experience more of life and then my benefits are great and so it just blows my mind all the time how all the depth of the experience of switching careers and like how spiritual and emotional that experience was and then now I have an even greater belief in myself to accomplish the things I want to because when you pair hard work working smart being humble too where you can pivot um, when things aren't working. Um, So humility, a learn-it-all attitude, which I learned that phrase from Microsoft. They don't want people who are know-it-alls. They want people who are learn-it-alls, which I would describe myself as in many ways. Um, But so being humility, being a learn-it-all, wanting to learn from other people, wanting to help other people, Uh, And then honoring yourself and honoring what your needs and wants are and what your soul is telling you. Those together, um, along with working smart, not just hard, but working smart is more important than just working hard, like using your time in a way that's more efficient um, and using your brain power in a way that's more efficient for where you want to go. But all of those paired together does wonders. And so now I feel because of that challenging time, that was a roller coaster of emotions of anger, sadness, fear, frustration, hope for the future, like all the emotions. Um, I refused to stay in the box I was in, but I didn't know how to get, how to get out of it. So it created anger sometimes uh, within me. So I, I was all over the map with my emotions during the whole process, but I refused to give up. And now I'm in the situation that I'm in, which I'm incredibly grateful for. And I can't wait to start my role because it doesn't just impact my day-to-day work life impacts so much in my life um, and allows me to live so much more now so and have a well-rounded life and relation give more time to my friendships my relationship uh, my family my friends myself my relationship with myself with my body and um, be more well-rounded and so it just, yeah, it just blows my mind now. I feel so grateful to be in this position. And I hope that that encourages you to, if you're at a point where you're thinking, I can't believe this is my life in a negative way. And you want to get to that point where you think, I can't believe this is my life in a great way. I hope that this episode inspires you to, in my story, my experience it was a really real experience I hope that it inspires you to 
follow those nudges, obey those nudges, honor yourself and what you're needing, but then also be humble during the process and and allow yourself to be flexible and pivot and um, be open to taking approaches that you maybe didn't at first expect to take or or take a direction to get where you want to go that you didn't necessarily expect to take. But stay open, but keep your vision in mind of where you want to go and how you want to feel. So I hope that encourages you and it's all within you to get where you want to go, but it's a matter of you deciding. So you have to take responsibility. We all have to take responsibility. Can't make excuses. We have to take responsibility for our, our own actions and then pray that the rest lines up in our favor and expect that it's going to be in our favor no matter what, um, how it ends up looking in the end or and through the process. But as the name of my podcast states, it's all within you and just take these tools with you, remind yourself to honor yourself and stay open and you will absolutely live the life that makes you say, I can't believe I get to live this life um, if, if you take responsibility to do that and, and love yourself, make the disciplined choice to honor yourself. So I go on and on uh, repeating the inspirational phrases, but take that with you. And thank you for listening to that story. It was super, a really impactful part of my life that I'll take with me moving forward in other parts of my life. So have a great weekend. It is a Friday today when I'm recording this and going to post it. I just have to edit the two sections together before the cat incident. And um, have a great weekend. And thank you for sharing this experience with me now. Bye.